New PhilHealth chief Dante Geraim promising to restore public trust in the state insurer, but he's also planning to consult his predecessor who is facing corruption charges. Metro Manila and four other areas to remain under general community quarantine for the rest of September. And the World Health Organization reiterates its warning against opening up countries too soon amid the pandemic. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Thanks for joining us. The World Health Organization again warning nations on opening up too quickly with a battle against the pandemic still far from over. We'll have more on that matter, but first, restoring public trust and confidence in embattled state insurer PhilHealth. That's the pledge of new PhilHealth chief Dante Giran. He was appointed by President Rodrigo Duterte last night. The president's marching orders to Giran fight corruption in the agency for the next two years and reshuffle PhilHealth's regional directors within the next two or three days. Yung lahat ng ano, regional vice president, tanggalin ninyo whether performing at par or in parity with the other good ones. Uh, you know, if they are there uh, for so long a time, the element of familiarity always enters the picture. Ayan uh, ang mahirap dyan. Critics point out Geran does not have any experience in public health, something he admits. That's why he plans to consult with his predecessor, Ricardo Morales. Morales, who resigned, citing health reasons, was among those being investigated for alleged massive corruption in the state insurer. I'm scared because, uh, number one, I do not know field health. Uh, what, I, um, what I have knowledge of with financial, uh, financial management, being a certified public accountant, and about law, about insurance. That's it. And of course, my my knowledge about uh, my knowledge about investigation. First thing first, one is uh, the reorganization. Number two, I will uh, look into the financial uh, condition of Bill Health. Some government officials urging Dante Giran to begin the long overdue internal cleansing in PhilHealth. Senate Minority Leader Franklin Drilon says the former NBI director should keep his eyes open and never blink to corruption. He adds cleaning up PhilHealth will entail more than just reshuffling personnel. Corrupt and incompetent people must be eliminated and put behind bars. Senate President Vicente Soto III says President Duterte chose well. While Senator Panfilo Laxon hopes Geran won't suffer the same fate as his predecessor. Justice Secretary Minato Guevara, meanwhile, says Geran's legal and accounting background makes him fit for the position and that his knowledge in both areas will help him cleanse the agency. Meantime, Geran's predecessor, Ricardo Morales, has some advice for him. Stay healthy, <laughs> know the company, know the history of the organization, know the people inside the organization. And uh, he will be sitting in the driver's seat. So all this uh, technical knowledge can be provided by the staff and by uh, consultants. So he doesn't have to worry about that. Mm -mm. His worry will be navigating, mm -mm. navigating the organization. There are plans that have been laid out and uh, he, can, he can review these plans and see if these are acceptable to him. And he may continue or may, may make mm -mm. his own plan. 
Well, PhilHealth employees frowning on Geron's appointment as the new head of the state insurance agency. Fe Francisco, the president of the PhilHealth Workers for Hope, Integrity, Transparency and Empowerment, believes Geron does not have the required qualifications to run the agency. Francisco also wants the government to consult with PhilHealth's employees whenever making big decisions regarding the agency. Dismayado kami, mukhang hindi pinakinggan yung aming panawagan na magtalaga si President, President Duterte ng isang expert, financial expert na mamuno sa PhilHealth. Mm. Nasa batas naman po na, ano eh, na uh, may seven years experience in the field of public health, finance, uh, health economics, or a combination of any of these expertise. A Senate report on alleged anomalies in PhilHealth is expected to be presented to the plenary today. And as Sherian Torres tells us, at least one lawmaker is confident that charges will be filed against the airing officials of the agency. An 87-page report on the state insurer PhilHealth will be presented by Senate President Vicente Soto III before the plenary on Tuesday. Soto's report as chairman of the Senate Committee of the Whole will carry the findings borne out of the three-day-long probe into the supposed anomalies hounding the agency. These include the 14.9 billion peso interim reimbursement mechanism funds, which portions were also given to dialysis and maternity cases. The reported overpriced 2.1 billion peso network switch or IT project. Allegations of false claims, case weights, padded number of patients, exaggerated medical cases, and favored hospitals. All these alleged irregularities, according to the Presidential Anti-Corruption Commission, have already resulted to some 200 billion pesos spilled fill health funds. Soto assures the public of an airtight report comparing it to Salakab, a native farming tool that is being used to trap pests. Ang Salakab kasi ito yung sa bukid na ginagamit, yung parang uh, gawa ito ng handicraft ito eh. Na kung saan, pagka inilubog mo yun sa lupa, sa tubig, sa puti, maski ano, pwede mahuli. Uh, sabi nga ni Senator Bato, pati butete, kaya mulihin. Laxon also pictures a heavy committee report that was based from strong evidence and solid testimonies. He's also optimistic airing PhilHealth officials will have a day in court. Maganda yung prospects dahil ngayon lang naman yung after so many uh, investigations, ngayon lang nag-design yung top officials. Hindi nga pinag-design. I could sense the way, uh, in the way si Secretary Guevara uh, pursued the uh, us in providing them uh, copies of the uh, proceedings in the Senate. Nakita ko talaga bisilido. Plus the fact that the President uh, has already thrown his uh, full support to Secretary Guevara. The Soto report only needs 13 affirmative votes for it to be adopted by the Chamber. The Senate has also endorsed PhilHealth Board member Alejandro Cabading, Regional Vice President Dennis Adre, and resigned anti-fraud officer Thorson Keith to the Witness Protection Program. But they have yet to receive a word if they have been accepted to the WPP. The Philippine Justice Department vows to consider the findings of the Senate. Three more resource persons will face Task Force PhilHealth on Wednesday. The task force has already recorded the testimonies of 10 resource persons. Sherry Antores, ABS-CBN News.
Metro Manila and four other areas will remain under general community quarantine or GCQ until the end of September. The provinces of Batangas and Bulacan as well as the cities of Bacolod and Tacloban will also be under GCQ. Iligan City in Lanao del Norte meanwhile will be under modified enhanced community quarantine. from uh, MGCQ. Now, ngayon, uh, reverted kami ng MGCQ dahil sa growing number namin ng positives. But just yesterday, we have 30 cases of positives. We are over, I think we are over 300 now. Ang isa sa mga uh, dahilan ang nakita namin is the incoming of uh, itong mga HI. Tapos, yun nga uh, pinaluwagan natin namin ang, 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 ang status. Like, the rest of the country will still be under modified general community quarantine, the least stringent form of lockdown for a month. This is the first time that quarantine protocols will last for four weeks. See, since the start of the pandemic lockdowns in mid-March, the Philippine government has revised community quarantine classifications every 15 days. Starting today, gyms and personal care centers will be allowed to resume limited operations. Review, testing and tutorial centers will also be allowed to reopen in areas under GCQ up to 30% of their capacity. Meanwhile, the World Health Organization warns against countries opening up too quickly, saying it's a recipe for disaster. It adds decisions to reopen borders must be taken with a risk-based approach and in the local context. WHO fully supports efforts to reopen economies and societies. We want to see children returning to school and people returning to the workplace, but we want to see it done safely. At the same time, no country can just pretend the pandemic is over. If countries are serious about opening up, they must be serious about suppressing transmission and saving lives. This may seem like an impossible balance, but it's not. It can be done, and it has been done, but it can only be done if countries are in control of transmission. The more control countries have over the virus, the more they can open up. According to the latest tally by the Johns Hopkins University, COVID-19 has infected over 25.4 million people. Nearly 850,000 people have died from the disease, while more than 16.7 million people have recovered. In other news, confusion mars the first day of resumption of voter registration at the Commission on Elections office in Manila. Several people who went there were caught off guard by a new guideline. Only those with online appointments will be accommodated. Let's get the latest now at the Comelec office in Manila from Xander Kayabiab. Xander, go ahead. Carmina, the first day of the resumption of the voter registration here in Manila brought confusion to some registrants. Some of the voters who, were, who went here were not informed that they have to register first online so they could get an appointment. Some got disappointed and just went home. Senior citizens who are not allowed to go out under the IATF uh, quarantine guidelines were also sent home. Some of them confronted the election officer saying that the pre-registration guidelines were not properly disseminated in their villages. Attorney Gregorio Bonifacio the election officer of Manila says they have to impose these new guidelines to prevent the spread of coronavirus and to make the registration faster than the previous years. 
He says that they have been campaigning the pre-registration scheme on social media. Alam nyo, may technology na tayo eh. Kailangan gamitin natin. Pagdating po dito at naka-schedule, tatawagin namin kayo pag umakit sa itaas, kukuna na lang kayo ng biometrics. Pinapadali po namin yung sistema. Hindi po namin pinapahirapan. Some registrants who have no appointment are still coming in but they have no choice but to just go home after learning that they have to register first. Online. President Rodrigo Duterte takes a softer stance and calls for a revolutionary government. Duterte had initially rejected the move outright, claiming to not know the group of his supporters, advocating for him to lead a revolutionary government. But now, the chief executive says such sentiments are worth hearing out as long as they are made in public. Sabi ko nga yung revolutionary government should not be discussed in Sobrosa. It should be discussed publicly, including the military. They should be able to say what. If the, if the average, if the, the troops do not want it, they should, they should say so. If they want to then let us hear them out. President Duterte, meanwhile, promising food and shelter for health workers that have been evicted from their homes amid the pandemic. Duterte even says displaced frontliners can tell the government the names of their landlords or landowners so that he can call their attention publicly. Many health workers have expressed being discriminated when people find out they work in hospitals handling COVID-19 patients. We can always rent. Maraming bakanting you can call directly the office of uh, Secretary Galvez and we will provide you with the necessary uh, billeting and pati uh, pagkaina. And we will uh, choose a place nearest to where you are working. Sabi mo lang ang pangalan ng uh, yung may-ari ng building, may-ari ng boarding house, may-ari ng ano. At uh, I will call their attention publicly. The Philippine Government Service Insurance System is launching an educational loan program similar to a Study Now, Pay Later scheme. GSIS President and General Manager Rolando Makasait says the program is open to members who have been in the service for at least 15 years and can be used to send their kids or nephews and nieces to college. Ito po, a 10-year loan, 5 years po ang grace period nito. Maganda po yung five years ang grace period. Ang ibig sabihin po nun, habang yung anak ninyo ay nag-aaral, um, wala po kayong babayaran ni Singpo sa GSIS. Ang GSIS ho will be willing to pay up to 100,000 pesos a year on tuition and other expenses. Apart from the study loan program, GSIS is also offering computer loans of up to 30,000 pesos payable over three years. has also resumed its financial assistance loan program, where its members may consolidate and transfer their loans of up to 500,000 pesos from other lenders to the state pension fund.
And that's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Stay safe, everyone, and stay with us here on the News Channel.